0: We are here at your throne to give you our praise. We are here at your throne to tell you that we love you. And we're so thankful for your love for us. It's why we love you because you first loved us. And Father God, thank you for sending Jesus Holy Spirit thank you for empowering us for being in us helping us to learn to have revelation of the truth of your word we receive of you anew and afresh fill us anew Lord we thank you for those rivers that fountain of forgiveness the precious blood of Jesus thank you for that this morning we receive that cleansing flow anew and afresh and the fullness of your spirit we drink in of that rain of your spirit we drink it in this morning lord we drink it in, in jesus name thank you for that refreshing Good.
1: <laughs>
0: Amen. Let's give a good clap if we're going to clap. Let's give it. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. We're going to extend our time of worship with receiving of our tithes and offerings. And today, first Sunday of the month, is the focus that we have on our building fund. We're believing to pay off the remainder of the monies on this sanctuary, on this part, on the new addition. That's what the building fund goes for, toward. It's going down, down, down. We're believing for it to go all the way down, amen, to nothing. Amen. So I ask the ushers to come forward and we will pray over these offerings and such. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father God, we're so thankful that we can come here before you in worship. And we see this as part of our worship, our giving of our tithes and of our offerings. Lord, we give of them from a heart of thanksgiving. A heart of praise. A heart full of cheer. We're so thankful. We're so thankful. In Jesus' name, we are thankful. Amen. Basket will be for the building fund offerings. That's coming through there. Um, one announcement, it's not in the bulletin, but there will be a meal this morning, or yeah, this noon. Uh, there will be a, a blessing of a, a lunch together where we can eat and fellowship together. We want to welcome you to that today. It's, uh, yes, it's uh, Adan and Maria, there's foods, some of it's from yesterday, from the wedding of Luz, Maria, and Marlon, and uh, so we'll enjoy that together. Also, I want to direct you to the bulletin. If you don't have one, if you could get one when you leave, because there's some important information in there. Part of it is for the midweek services. A lot of them are, are starting this Wednesday, and it will tell about that. The different options for adults, there's, there's options for the children, of all ages, and uh, includes nursery, preschool, elementary, really good, blessed times for the kids, but also adults. There's, there's various options there, and then also on the back page you can see the uh, yes. school of ministry is uh, going to be starting in a few weeks also. And uh, if you want to talk more about that, Pastor Dean over there, uh, you can talk to Pastor Dean about the School of Ministry, which we're very excited about starting in uh, a few weeks. That's for an additional level of equipping and training. Uh, And, you know, this army is rising up, amen, and we're all part of that army. Amen. That's what we believe, that we're all part of that army. And we want to be equipped in the army, equipped with his word, equipped with his dunamis, his power. It's all by his grace. It's all in the Lord Jesus Christ. We. Uh, I'm going to finish on a, a message that I started last week. It's called, In His Service, In His Keeping. And, you know, through the years we've mentioned, we've said often that, Every believer is a minister. And you know what? We are all commissioned and we're all covered in the Lord. It's in his power that we go forth. You know, and on this Labor Day when we talk about, or this weekend of Labor Day focus, you know, all labor that we do as Christians, really, it's unto him. It should be anyway. Unto the Lord. We're in his service in all that we do no matter what we're doing. And it's in his service, and we're in his keeping. Really, we don't keep ourselves; He keeps us. We look to him as the source for all things. We look to him for the source in this commission that he's given us because we've been sent forth by him. There's a scripture in Romans 10, starting in verse 13, we read last week. I'm just going to read through it here. It says, For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him on whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And we saw that means not just someone standing behind a piece of furniture like this. But it's every one of us can be tellers, proclaimers of the good news of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. But how can they hear without someone to do that, to tell them? How shall they preach or tell or proclaim unless they are sent? And we looked at that word sent. It means to be commissioned. It means to be set apart for a special service. Uh, To be sending a message by someone. To send out with a mission to fulfill, to equip and dispatch one with the full backing and authority of the sender. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we, as a church body, we send us forth. We send all of us forth to be those preachers, those gospel tellers, the good news tellers. And then Jesus said in John twenty twenty one, he said to the disciples, and I believe he's saying it to us today, to you and to me, he says, peace be to you as the Father has sent, same word sent, Me, I also send you. Jesus sends us forth to bring this message. It's so important, isn't it? And we go forth as a church family and we join all the other church families in this region, in this state, in this nation, in this continent, in this world. The body of Christ is rising up. There's an army rising up. In the name of Jesus, and chains are being broken off of people. That's the power we go in. We go in his power. Uh, we finished that scripture there in Romans. It says, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, the good news of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. How lovely are their feet, it says. Do you see? It's by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ that we are sent forth. It's by his commission and it's by his grace and power that we're saved and then that we go forth. We go forth in his name and we can entrust ourselves to him, give ourselves unto him for salvation. That's for forgiveness of sin for eternal life, but you know it's for salvation for anything else that I need to be saved in and from spiritually, emotionally, mentally, relationally, financially every way every way he is the one, he is the source, the Lord Jesus is in Acts chapter 16 we see the story of the we say it's the story of the Philippian jailer or Paul and Silas were in jail and they had been beaten, actually, with whips and rods, and they were in a dungeon. I'll think of that, probably not too many of us have been in that situation, where we've been beaten with whips and rods, our backs are laid open, and we're in a dungeon, Dungeon, and it was about midnight. and what would you do if you were in that situation what would you do well we haven't been in that situation but we know well as human beings we can get in hard situations have you ever been in a hard situation? I have too (laughs) it's part of being a human being trouble So what do we do? What do we do in those times? Well, what an example, Paul and Silas. What did they do? They were singing and praising God. And it says the other prisoners heard them. In other words, it wasn't just a real quiet thing either. They were singing it out. They were worshiping God. Because they were looking to Him, in all things, in life or death, midst of trouble, they were looking to Him, for this life, for the next life, always looking unto Him their heart wasn't troubled. They weren't allowing the fear and anxiety to overtake them to where they got into depression and to morbid introspection and what have I done wrong to deserve this. That's such a tendency of people too is when we get into times of trouble we think, what did I do wrong? Or I get sick. Now what did I do wrong? I know I've been there. But it's the thing of getting our focus on the Lord. Getting on Him. In the midst of trouble. That's what Paul and Silas were doing. They were looking unto the Lord. They were singing. They were worshiping Him. Worshiping Him. It's good to have a bunch of songs. That we can think of just to have. When we're getting down when things are really starting to encroach. Must be getting close to football season. Encroachment. (laughs) Uh, Some of you heard that, but some didn't. But when it comes in, when the floods come in, it's real easy to get into a place where we aren't, Looking up, we're looking down, we're looking to ourselves, we're trying to figure out how can I get out of this, what can I do? What can I do to be saved? Paul and Silas were worshiping God, and you know what happened? Earthquake came, and it shook the very foundations of the jail right to the foundations, op- busted open all the doors busted open all the doors. We know Paul and Silas didn't do that themselves. It was a working of God to break the chains. He broke the chains. The chains were broken. What chains are there in your life that God wants to break some chains this morning that are still there? See, this doesn't all come in one big chain break or jail break. It seems, at least in my life, this is the way it's been, it comes in steps and in layers. You know what, there's a layer this morning for you. And when that happens in you, it'll reverberate through your family. It wasn't just Paul that needed to be broken out of jail or chains. it was the jailer. He felt he was in real trouble when the chains all fell off the prisoners and the doors were all open he thought they would all be gone but here Paul and Silas they were in the dungeon the jailer comes down with the light he was ready to kill himself he was ready with a sword to pierce himself through Paul and Silas says no no we're here don't take your life would have taken his life because his ta- life would have been taken. They were his responsibility. He wasn't to let them escape for any reason or his life would have been taken. But he brought down a light and he, he saw them there and he says, he fell at their feet and he says what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? What must I do And see, this is so often what when we get in these situations, when things are hard, when things are bad, when things—and sometimes they're huge things. I mean, big things in our lives. I mean, all-encompassing things. Sometimes they aren't so big; they're smaller, but yet they can consume us, get us, get our hearts so troubled and so anxious. that we get depressed, we get irritable, we get irritable, we get irritable, we get irritable, we get... (laughs) And I know I'm not the only one that gets irritable. (laughs) The jailer comes in there, he falls at their feet, so what must I do to be saved? And Paul and Silas says, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved. You and your household. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you'll be saved. Believe on him. I'm going to read this out of the Bible, out of the Amplified Bible. It's Acts 16, verse 30. It says, And he, and that's the Philippian jailer, brought them, and that's Paul and Silas, out of the dungeon and said, Men, what is it necessary for me to do that I may be saved? You know, it's interesting. That's what the rich young ruler said, too. He said, What must I do to have eternal life? The same question the lawyer that came to Jesus asked that question, too. You see, it's nothing that I can do. It's nothing that I can do. They answered and said, Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And here the Amplified brings something out that the Holy Spirit wants you to get this morning. Get revelation to receive and to do it. Do the word. It says, give yourself up to him. And I'm, the Holy Spirit is, I believe, saying this to each one of us today. For whatever it is that we need salvation in. If you've never received salvation from sin and eternal life, wow. You need to do that today. But maybe it's something else. We looked at that word sozo, word save there that's used. Last week, and I'm just going to read it briefly, that word save, the word sozo, this is from Strong's Concordance and also a word wealth in my Bible. It means to save, to heal, to cure, preserve, keep safe and sound, rescue from danger, or destruction to deliver save from physical death by healing from spiritual death by forgiving sin and its effects you know this Philippian jailer he needed forgiveness of sin and eternal life but he also needed salvation right now so he could stay on this earth longer I mean his salvation because things Things come up in life almost daily where we need sozo. We need the Lord. We need His redemptive work where we have missed it, where we have failed, where we've gotten into trouble, where trouble has assailed us. And they said, they answered, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, give yourself up to Him. I'm going to read that again. Give yourself up to him. Concerning this situation that you're in now, give yourself up to him. Take yourself out of your own keeping and entrust yourself to his keeping. Doing it in your own strength, in your own wisdom, your own smarts isn't going to do it. And you know what else it's going to do? It's going to get you in a bunch of heart trouble. Your heart's going to get troubled. Stress, anxiousness, anxiety, not joy and gladness. I'm saying giving it up to Him right in the midst of it, just like Paul and Silas did right in the midst of the trouble. Giving it up to Him, giving it up to Him, giving it up to Him. Giving it up to him. That should be a song. (laughs) Sounds like a good one. Give yourself up to him. Take yourself out of your own keeping and entrust yourself to his keeping. That word entrust, it means to give yourself up to the care or protection of another. It's my stopping trying to do it for myself and to keep up the guard and keep up the protection and always trying to make it happen or not happen or trying to control everything or hello hello (laughs) entrust yourself into his keeping and you will be saved and it says and this applies both to you and to your household as well When we're walking that way, when we're walking in a place where we've given it up to him, when I've given up everything to him, when I'm walking, even in the midst of the storm, even in the midst of the hurricane, in the midst of the storm, that's like walking in the eye of it, in the calm, in the calm. When I'm walking that way and there's joy and gladness that's coming out of me instead of complaining and sadness and fear and doubt and unbelief, my household will feel it. My family will feel it. My workplace will feel it. School. School is starting. Supplies to school. My going back to school. All the things that are there in school. The challenges. Giving myself over to his Keeping. The Lord knows ahead of time the challenges I'm going to have in school. He knows ahead of time everything that's going to be coming up there, that's going to be meeting me, that's going to be trying to bring trouble, that will sometimes bring trouble. In this world you will have tribulation, Jesus said. But he said, be of good cheer, because I've overcome the world. You see, we're in him, and he's in us. and when we're doing that there's going to be fruit the whole household there's going to be fruit fruit's going to come forth there's going to be fruit coming forth when we're abiding in the vine when we're staying close to him without him we can do nothing without him I could do nothing Without him I'd surely fail Without him I would be drifting Like a ship without a sail Sing it with me Jesus, oh Jesus Do you know him today? Please don't
1: turn him away, oh Jesus, oh Jesus. Without him,
0: how lost I would be. And see, and that's all the things in life. Without him, we can do nothing. Without Him, I would be dying. Without Him, I'd be enslaved. Without Him,
1: life would be hopeless.
0: But with Jesus, thank God, I'm saved
1: Jesus Oh Jesus Do you know him today? Please don't turn him away Oh Jesus Oh Jesus
0: In this situation, I'm in. I'd be lost in this circumstance. I'd be hopeless. Not with Him. Not with Him. I'm saved. I'm saved through Him. I'm talking about no matter what it is in this life, no matter what the situation, I'm saved through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful? For the Savior, the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, when it talks about the word gospel, it's talking about a word. This is actually the word it's translated, it's taken from a word that means, well, in ancient Greece, it was a word designated the reward given for bringing good news. Later, it came to mean good news itself. So, this gospel of Christ is the proclamation of all that was made available to mankind through the great redemption of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's the gospel that we, as an army are rising up in the name of the Lord, as we look to Him in the midst of our trouble and we praise Him in the midst of it, and we have that heart of gladness and we don't allow our hearts to become troubled and afraid. It's going to be evangelism right there. We're going to be an open book, a living epistle, proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ wherever we go, wherever we are, wherever we are. Jesus said in Matthew 24, actually, and this won't be on the screen, I don't believe, but if you have your Bibles... Uh, Matthew 24 verse 6 this is in the midst of when the disciples had asked Jesus when's the time of your return when's the end of the world how will we know and he said there in in, uh, Matthew 24 verse 6 he says and you will hear wars this is in the midst of his explanation you will hear wars and rumors of wars see that you are not troubled For all these things must come to pass but the end is not yet see that you are not troubled in your heart John 14 verse 1 Jesus said let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid believe in me you believe in God believe in me believe in me it's that same word that's described in the Amplified Bible as give yourself up to me. Take yourself out of your own keeping and entrust yourself into his keeping, into Jesus' keeping, into the Lord's keeping, into God's keeping, and you will be saved. That's what the Lord wants this morning. That's what the Lord wants on this Labor Day weekend. For you not to be, for me not to be laboring and striving in ourself in our own strength. Getting all stressed out in the days that are ahead. You know, laboring is good in the sense that we labor with our hands. It's right. Ephesians 4.28 says let him who stole steal no longer but rather let him labor working with his hands what is good that he may have something to give him who has need laboring for a living and giving to others it's good it's honorable and fulfilling but working and laboring and toiling for salvation is futile and it fails we look to him for salvation it only leads to being weary and burdened and stressed but even laboring for a living for our needs that we have and is stressful if we're not looking to the Lord as our source. He is our source. I just have a prompting right now to pray right now for anyone that needs work that's in our congregation that needs job. Lord, we lift up each individual in this room but others hearing it over the internet or CD Lord that are in a place where they need work and need job we agree together right now in Jesus name for that to open up and pray that each one of these may do what you show them to do as far as applying and such but we know that you are the one that can make the connections and we believe for that we believe for that this morning that those connections will come forth by your spirit by your holy spirit so we come out of the laboring in our own strength for salvation you know that that's religion that's religion Jesus said in Matthew 11, addressing those that were encumbered by religion, he said, come to me, all you who labor. Matthew 11:28. 28. All you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Oh, the true rest that we find when we're looking to him, when we're giving ourselves into his keeping, that true salvation, it comes in believing and in trusting, just like it did for the Philippian jailer, who did receive the Lord that day, by the way, and his whole household did too. They believed, and they were baptized. Yes, his yoke. Take my yoke upon you, learn from me. I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest. Say rest. Rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Oh, that word would we'll just let it sink into us. Thank you, Lord. It's not of my works, not of my working, not of my laboring for my own salvation to be saved. When I do it that way, it's so hard. It's such toil. It's not, that's not good news. It's not the gospel of Jesus Christ. When it's in my own strength, my own goodness, it's all in his. And that's true of all parts of salvation that come from the Lord. Hallelujah. It's true of all parts. Julie, can you go up? i I, 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 and I can't go any further in these notes I think we're supposed to have would you do that are you able to uh oh did I do something <laughs> oh no I'm sorry okay <laughs> hallelujah right, let's just close our eyes uh, that song Jesus 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 there's something about that name can we do that one I just believe you know Let's take a few minutes just to worship him, to turn our eyes upon Jesus. In fact, let's do that one first. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we do. We worship you. We glorify your name this morning. And we take ourselves out of our own keeping, and we give ourselves into your keeping, we totally trust in you. We totally give ourself over to you this morning for whatever the situation is, whatever the circumstance is, whatever the storm is, whatever the adversity that we're currently in or maybe we have dread looking to the future for something. We want to give it all to you and to your care and keeping this morning. We want to give it all to you in Jesus' name. And we thank you that we can do that right now. Hallelujah. We give it to you. Not in our own strength, but it's in yours. And we give you thanks. We cast the care of it on you this morning. Lord, forgive us for taking it onto ourselves. Forgive us for the pride that keeps us there. Forgive us, Lord. Jesus' name. Hard task, whatever it is in our lives, some greater, some smaller. We give them all to you, Lord. We give them to you. We cast them upon you. The Holy Spirit saying he's here to help us even to do that this morning. Thank you, Lord. i mm-hmm. or whatever then I give it up to you I give myself up to you I give them up to you the situation, the future the future yes, in the midst of wars and rumors of wars and tribulations which the world has I focus on you I focus on you Lord in our hearts this morning, Lord, that you're working. Thank you for them today. In Jesus' name, thank you for them. I'm going to close it with this. 1 Corinthians 15:58. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be firm, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always being superior, excelling, doing more than enough in the service of the Lord. Knowing and being continually aware that your labor in the Lord, in the Lord, is not futile. In the Lord is not futile. In the Lord. That's in his strength, in his grace, in his power. It's not futile then. Connected to him. Staying connected to him to the vine where the branches. Stay close, stay connected. It's not futile then. It's never wasted or to no purpose. So go in his service and in his keeping. In Jesus' name. We want to invite you also, I mentioned the meal for fellowship, but also would like to ask altar ministers to come forward at this time, please.